Alright, here we are guys, back again, MMA Casuals, thank you for tuning in. Uh, as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Steve Mulali. Steve, how you going, mate? I'm brilliant, mate. Having a really good day. Absolutely stoked for this card on the weekend. Um, I'll say no more, but I just want to get into it, mate. Fantastic. I didn't ask for your whole life story, mate, but I do appreciate it. <laughs> 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 uh, and joining us again for the third episode, um, after a one-episode hiatus, we have Khan Ashworth in the building. Khan, how are you? Yeah, mate. Yeah, pretty good. You know, relaxing in bed uh, on a Friday night. Obviously, starting to show my age, but uh, good to be back on the podcast, lads, and uh, good to talk some um, shit. That's what we like to hear, mate. Did you manage to catch the episode last week? Uh, I did manage to catch the episode last week. Yeah, I thought we were going to go for an hour. Turns out it was a uh, an hour forty. So I guess MMA casuals isn't quite so casual anymore. <laughs> it was definitely a good week and I think looking back we actually Steve and I actually had some uh, some pretty savage picks last week I didn't I, I like I didn't see obviously I, I thought it was going to be an upset coming but compared to what I thought I mean Steve your picks were on point mate yeah, it was it was it was a good week for the picks if only I would have put some money on it which anytime I do put money on it I lose so I, I won't do that but, but uh, so, yeah the, the best one was Glover um I just had a feeling he was going to win, and I was so happy that he did. It was it was great. Yeah, and and I mean, let's touch on that before we dive into this. I mean, what did what did you sort of make of that fight? I almost felt like a little ripped off. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I agree. I agree. Um, it's like Jan said. I think he left his Polish power in the hotel, but I think he left a lot more there. He just, I don't know. It just didn't seem like he was there was something not right. Uh, maybe he just had a bad night at the office. That's fair, but yeah, it was a bit a bit a bit odd. What yeah. do you think, Karen? Yeah, I mean, it, the Polish power didn't, didn't look like it was there, um, but overall, I was very happy to see uh, Glover get that belt around him. It's uh, been quite a journey for him. He had a Michael Bisping type uh, vibe to it. Um, Polish power left it in the hotel. Maybe he had a bottle of wine. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe he didn't um, didn't do no nut leading up to the fight. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> It could be the one, and, and again, look, I, I felt a little let down, but um, that's the sport, you know, some days you, you get in the cage, get in the octagon, and it's just not meant to be, and you sort of, you know, as we know, you, you zig instead of zag, or you sort of move left instead of moving right, and, and some things just don't fall into place, so you can never sort of get takeoff, so, yeah, big <laughs> big ups to the, so obviously the new champ of the light heavyweight division, Glover Teixeira, and I'll, uh, I'll be interested to see his first title defense I'm guessing against Yuri Prokashka in the future good luck yeah then he's going to get absolutely <laughs> destroyed <laughs> like I, I don't know how to say his name I apologize but he's an absolute animal mm. if Tashiri can beat him like fair play mate fair play mm. but yeah that would be a very interesting one so he's just unorthodox just odd I remember the first fight he had I can't remember who he actually fought but he was just doing all this really really weird movements mm. And I just didn't get it until he just knocked your man out. I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> so he's very interesting. I yeah. yeah. I feel like he was doing a lot of, lot of showboating in that fight. I kind of had the vibe that he was kind of uh, trying a little bit too hard. And then, yeah, when he hit that, when he when he connected, it was game over. And obviously in his last fight, he really proved how good he is. So it be an interesting fight. Yeah, it's sad. I, I really love my man Dom Reyes. I've I got a lot of respect for that guy. But he's, he's come into two, two really hard fights and... Um, that yeah, that that Jerry Prokashka or, or however you pronounce his name, he did 
definitely a lot of flair and, and sort of X Factor around some of his moves. I can see where you're coming from, Khan. Um, all right, so this week we are blessed with another huge card. Some really exciting fights. Um, starting us off for the night, we've got ranked number two in the lightweight division, Justin Gaethje, the highlight, uh, facing off against Michael Chandler, ranked number four, Iron Michael Chandler. Uh, which is going to be an absolute war, whether it's 10 seconds or 15 minutes. I think these boys are going to earn their uh, earn their paycheck this week for sure. Um, after that, we've got Shane Burgos, who's ranked 14 against Bill and Billy Quarantino um, in the featherweight division, which is going to be epic as well. Um, and then after that, we have Frankie Edgar, who's ranked 8 in bantamweight um, against Cheeto Vera, or Marlon, uh, number th- who's ranked number 13. So, a big fight there for Edgar, um, who's sort of has a lot to prove in this one. Um, and then you've got the co-main event. We've got Rose Namajunas, her first title defense uh, and rematch against the rank one contender Zhang Weili for the women's strawweight. And then, of course, we have uh, the Nigerian nightmare Kamari Usman uh, with his title defense and rematch against Colby Covington in the welterweight division. Boys, like I said last week, this is a hell of a card where we're uh, absolutely blessed. What's Which fight are you guys looking forward to most? good question mate. it's it's quite hard i have like fight of the night written on all of them so <laughs> i don't really i don't really know i think oh it's between justin gaethje and Usman for me um one of the two of them fights i'll be most looking forward to but yeah they all have definitely have something to offer yeah i mean for my, for me justin gaethje and michael chandler's obviously a good matchup and so is uh, kamara usman and, and Kobe covington but i reckon the fight we're going to be um more surprised in is uh rose namanunas versus zhang Wei li i th- i believe um zhang Wei li's gonna make some adjustments there and i think we're going to have a very um tight chess match between those two so i have a feeling final night maybe with our women's strawweight division well look i mean zhang Wei li's no stranger to getting a fight of the night and or fight of the year <laughs> Part <laughs> um, of the century. Yeah, absolutely. And look, Rose has set a, a huge precedent in that straw weight division um, in the women's UFC fights for someone with outstanding striking and a real tactician. She's come a long way as she's matured. So I'm 100% behind you on that. I'm personally really looking forward to Shane Burgos's fight against Billy Quarantino. Um, I think this is both of these guys have a lot to prove in this fight. This is Billy's first real challenge. Um, and Shane Burgos is coming off some um, some pretty tough losses and a really scary knockout against Barboza. Um, but as they sort of say in this sport, you know, styles make fights. And I think stylistically, um, I, I really can't wait for Shane Burgos versus Billy Quarantino. Nice, nice, interesting. We just we left out Edgar and Vera. That's also going to be an amazing one. There, Vera. That's, uh, I mean, look, uh, poor Frankie's been battered a bit, hasn't he? And and Cheeto's on a pretty hot run as well. Um, coming up a solid win and then building a bit of hype with the with the TKO of Sean O'Malley. But yeah, look, again, this this main card is stacked. Even the prelims are, are quite stacked as well. You've got some really good fights on there. Phil Hawes is fighting. Um, you've got Eben Chabay and Ally Quinta. Bobby Green's going to be fireworks yeah. as well. Um just to sort of name drop and you got your, your boy from Dublin as well Steve we sort of touched on this before the podcast Ian Gary oh, yes. 7-0 coming in here cage fighter uh, cage warrior champ uh, with some of that Conor McGregor pixie dust some of that Gee. magic magic leprechaun gold coming into here uh, into the UFC and some real hype behind him so that's going to be a super interesting fight as well 
Um, but let's let's just jump into the first fight um, of the evening, uh, as Bruce would say. Look to to kick off the main card. We've got the what what I feel as you both sort of mentioned is going to be the people's main event of the evening. And this fight just makes so much fucking sense. It's unreal. I think even before Chandler joined with the UFC. Um, he, you know, he was definitely aware of who Gaethje was, and they sort of have a, a similar backstory. But Khan, for this one, how do you see this going down? We've got Justin Gaethje, number two title, you know, number two in the in the in the running for a title shot. Uh, you would think that the winner of this would get a title shot um, against the winner of Charlie Olives and, and Dustin Poirier. But tell me how you think this one's going to go down. Uh, this this is actually a hard one to pick, to be honest. Like just sitting here looking at the two guys uh, facing each other. Um, <laughs> I see two very good wrestlers, uh, two two men that aren't afraid to move forward. Both got heavy hands. I think this fight overall is going to be, um, besides fireworks, is going to be a trade for trade. I can't see it. I can't see there be any any wrestling. I, I don't. I'm not sure it's going to go that way. We know in the past where we've seen two wrestlers um, match up with each other. It typically, stand keep keeps on the feet. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to come down to who has the best hands and the best will to survive, and I find it pretty hard to look past Justin Gaethje in this. Though we've seen Michael Chandler, Iron Michael Chandler, he's got hands as well, so it'll be interesting to see how this one goes. But I, I see, I see Justin taking this one. All right, interesting. I'm not going to disagree with some points there, but you don't think any wrestling is going to happen altogether? You don't, what do you know? What if? Gaethje lands a few clean shots and on Chandler, and, he, and Chandler goes, "Oh fuck, this guy really does punch hard." You know, this 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 kid with fucking twenty three and two and, and nineteen knockouts to his name, he takes one on the chin. Uh, it took less than I feel, you know, what Gaethje can deliver to get struck by Oliveira. That sort of put Chandler on, you know, against the cage. Um, but you know, so you don't think he's going to take a couple of hits and then try and turn to his wrestling as Jake, you know, Justin sort of lead up to in the, in the build up to the fights or yeah well the fact that it is just a um, a, a three round fight I think uh, the first two rounds is going to be um, pretty much just stand up they both have very good cardio if it does make it to the third which I I don't see that happening <laughs> there, may, there may be a potential uh, takedown if someone does get caught but I, I see either one of these guys getting caught on the chin by either one of them they're either going to be out or yeah I don't know talk to me about Justin Gaethje's leg kicks and and how important they're going to be in this matchup. Um, I I think it's extremely important. I I think Justin Gaethje's game plan is probably going to be to target that front that front leg of Michael Chandler. He is very heavy, very on good. it. It's going to be their two kick. Um, and Michael Chandler himself has even said it. He's got the hardest kicks, maybe some of the best kicks in the UFC, and we've seen in the past with. Um, Dustin Poirier and Eddie Alvarez, oh, yeah. they don't like those kicks. And uh, Michael Chandler knows what it's like to be defeated by calf kicks, and I think he'll be very aware of that. So it'll be interesting to see. Good points. And look, I mean, there was that that, um, that fight in Bellator. I, I don't have the information on hand as to who it was, but it, there were, it literally was a KO by leg kicks. He couldn't stand up, and he was buckling every time he tried to put pressure on it, and this guy was just chopping that leg worse than, you know, Michael Johnson used to do and, and that Gaethje's done to people as well. But... Steve, what do you reckon? Do you reckon this is going to be a standing fight? Do you reckon Chandler's going to try and take him down? How does Chandler win this fight? I, I reckon um, I reckon the entire fight depends on which Justin Gaethje is going to come. Um, so if you have the fights, or if you have the Justin that when he fought um, 
Johnson. Um, we just going to war. Um, I think he'll find himself in trouble. But um, like when he lost against Poirier and Alves, um, you know he was just going straight in, um, throwing too much and just getting caught. If he goes in fighting like that, I just think he's going to get picked apart. Um, and it's just going to be a war, which I don't think is going to be good for him. Um, just to touch on the leg kick, so obviously Chandler is like you know heavy on the foot, but he's also a very wide stance. So I, I can definitely see Justin Gaethje kind of um, sticking with the leg kicks. But um, I don't know. As Chandler said himself, they're both um, cut from the same claw. Um, so I think that you know even though Gaethje has like evolved to kind of be less crazy and kind of more a little bit more tactical. I think he might get drawn into the war because um, it is quite exciting and I think Michael Chandler is saying the correct stuff as well to kind of draw him in. Um, but yeah, I don't think it's getting past the first round. Um, <laughs> if it does, if it does, um, I think the only way that will happen is if Justin comes in like in a, a calmer version of himself and kind of just stays on the outside. Yeah. Um, so I just think Justin wins it even if it does end in the first round or if it goes longer to the third round, I think he's going to win it either way. Um, I just think he's a bit more experienced in the UFC. Um, and I, yeah, I just think he's going to get it. And obviously he's got Trevor Whitmore, who's amazing. And I just think both of them connect very well. And he, he will be, he's part of the reason why Justin is so calm. Um, so I just think that might play a big factor as well. Okay. And talk to me like, in terms of Trevor Whitman, like obviously he's, you, know, you probably give him an MVP for, or a trophy for coach of the year so far. But I mean, it's not like, Michael Chandler doesn't have a good coaching staff as well. He's done some really mm -hmm. good training uh, with Henry Hooft um, yeah. and a lot of the other guys, I think, training out of American top team as well. So, yeah. look, you make some really good points. I, I'm, I'm with you there. I don't think it's going past the first. Yeah. Um, just not because of the reason that you've sort of said, but because Michael Chandler, just his gas tank, from what we've seen, you know, since he's joined the UFC, he's two, had two quite short fights. You know, both of those were... Mm -hmm. Um, really, really short fights, and, and he's so explosive. And if Justin can sort of either just weather the storm for that first round or, or land some good body shots, maybe leg kicks to body shots, and then slowly work his way upstairs, then that's um, going to be super interesting as well. But you did right. Look, I think Trevor Whitman's slowed him down a bit and, and helped Justin Gaethje mature into the really good fighter that we've seen in the last yeah. two fights. Okay, it's really hard in the last fight to look good against someone like Khabib. Um, but if you look at how pinpoint his, his accuracy was in the Tony Ferguson fight and how, how smart he was going into that, taking less shots um, is something that, that really comes to mind that Justin needs to do to get the win. Um, and then with Trevor Whitman in his corner also comes Kamari Usman, and Kamari Usman is a training partner for Gaethje. I mean, that, that must have helped him prepare for this fight, something 100%. crazy. Um, you know, when you look at guys like Kamari who can be quite wrestling heavy, uh, and they've got a lot of weight on... Yeah on Michael Chandler so the, the one thing with the coaches that you said so like I like Trevor Whitmore a lot because he's only got um, the three fighters so he's got a lot more kind of one on one time yeah which I think is part of the reason why he's so successful um, I'm not actually sure who Michael Chandler is um, what the name of his coach but he's coaching a lot more people so I don't think he's getting as much one on one time mm. um, I'm sure there's kind of pros and cons to each way but yeah I just think that one on one time with Trevor Whitmore is just it's pretty invaluable yeah fair enough and, and good points mate Khan when when it comes to sort of like if it does you you know you're, you're, you're saying it's the, the, the wrestling's not going to come into it too much but I, I, I really think it is I think that Michael Chandler knows that he's coming off a, a pretty harsh knockout 
um, after gassing himself and, and sort of letting that fight slip through his fingers. The way that he sort of explodes and his entrance to, to his shots, and he gets quite low and, and heavy on that front leg. I mean, surely the way that Chandler slows this down is through his distance and wrestling, um, as opposed to sort of let, letting Justin get a good momentum and sort of back Chandler up and then and then get to the clinch and make it messy and, and sort of use this like these uppercuts that he did you saw against Michael Johnson, you saw against Tony Ferguson, and just some of that dirty boxing. I mean, I, I yeah, I just, I just, I really does, I really do think Chandler falls back on the wrestling. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think early is definitely going to test the waters on the feet, um, but I think that is, I think it's quite silly of Chandler to do that. Obviously, we know that um, Justin Gaethje has a very high percentage of KO to TKO, T- TKO sorry, which is um, 86%. Um, looking at Justin Gaethje's submission, it's only 5%. So perhaps Chandler does see that opportunity of taking him down and then maybe getting the decision. As we do know, Chandler does have um, a number of submission wins to his roster. Um, the only thing that, <laughs> given that uh, Justin Gaethje is a stage uh what is he division one wrestler and one of the best growing up through through college with 80 percent uh takedown defense i don't think Chandler's going to have too much success uh success there so ultimately i feel like this is going to be a standout standout fight if it does go to if it does go to ground somehow i think it's going to be uh michael Chandler on the back foot um (laughs) looking to hold on to a leg to survive and i don't yeah i honestly don't don't see this um going to ground at any point he's only going to the ground when Chandler gets put on his arse that's, <laughs> yeah. that's it <laughs> I mean shit alright alright no I appreciate I appreciate the opinions and, and look I think this is gonna be yeah one of the be- one of the best fights of the night if not fights of the year but I'm um, with Steve on this one I, I really don't think it's going out of the first um, but yeah so who you guys who are you guys picking on this one tell me Let's spice it up. Let's go. Who's going to win and how are they going to win? Justin Gaethje, Kale. Five seconds left. Bang. Of the first um, Sorry. <laughs> um, I think we're going to see another highlight from Gaethje. I believe it's going to be... I think it's going to be... Mid to late round, number two. And I think it's going to be a, a knee straight up the middle. What about you, Woods? Go on. Mate. It's the casual uh, opinion. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's casual, don't you worry. Um, yeah, look, I, I think I really want to see this Dustin Poirier and, and Gaethje rematch. I think um, Gaethje takes this one. I don't think it goes to decision. Um, I think, yeah, I think he's going to guess. He's going to be too much for Chandler. Um, so, yeah, for early early round two, similar to Oliveira, good one-two down the middle, push him back against the cage and then... TKO on the ground. All right, so moving on to the second fight of the of the evening, uh, we've got Shane Burgos, the Hurricane, um, against Billy Quarantino, and I I really think this is going to be fight of the night. I'm telling you here, look, if if Gaethje and Chandler set a a really sick precedent, and a, and one of them gets a really big clip and KOs the fuck out of the other person, um, then it might take away from this. But Steve. I'll let you lead the charge on this one. Shane Burgos, Billy Quarantino. I know this is going to be a hell of a scrap. This is a really good stylistic matchup. What are your thoughts? Oh, man, I think this is going to be like um, 
a battle of cardio, which they're, they're both very, very good in, and they're both well able for a war. Um, I just hope Shane Burgos is not going to have one of his episodes like his previous fight. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting because, like as I said, both of their cardios are amazing. Um, again, Shane Burgos is a little bit heavy on his foot, so I think Billy might throw a few kicks out. Um, but it's quite a hard one to call, to be honest, um, in terms of who I think will win. But yeah, I think this is going to be mainly just on the feet. Um, it's going to be mm. back and forth, back and forth. But even though I say it's going to be on the feet, I have a feeling that um, Quarantino might sneak a little sneaky submission in there somewhere. Um, I don't know. Something's just speaking out to me about that. But yeah, I think I think you're dead right. It could very well be fighting tonight. Um, the one thing that sticks out as well is the inch and height advantage for Shane Burgos. Um, it's five inch reach, so that that is quite a lot. Mm. So you know, if he utilizes the jab and kind of keeps the distance, if he fights smart, he can use that to his advantage. But yeah, I think I can just see because of that reach, possibly Billy Michael for a takedown. But it'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, well, what do you think, Karen? Do you agree yeah. or disagree, sir? Um, yeah, I, I agree with you. This is uh, definitely going to be a, a stand-up fight. Um, I'm just looking at the stats here with the takedown accuracy for um, Shane Burgos, it's um, 100%, and for Billy it's uh, 34%, um, so the takedown accuracy isn't too good on Billy's side. Um, if he does have a bit of trouble on the, on the feet, I don't think he's going to be able to resort to that. Um, Shane, Shane Burgos unfortunately has a 94% takedown defence, uh, so <laughs> I don't think he's going to have too much success there, so yeah, I think you're right there, I mean, I think... Going to that uh, lead leg for Billy is probably quite important. As you mentioned, Shane is also very heavy on his front foot, so there could be some success there. Um, but yeah, overall, I, th I think Woods is also right there. You know, this is going to be a stand-up stand fight. Um, styles do make fights, and I think what we're going to see here is a, uh, a stand-up war. And um, yeah, hey, maybe Fight of the Night written all over it. Maybe we're going to have five Fight of the Nights written all over it. It's a great card. Can't look up, and Shane Shane's fight and and sort of his last obviously couple of fights there. He's you guys talk about his cardio and that, but look, I mean, it's he's had three losses where he's been smoked in the last round of the fight. I mean against Edson, that was early round three. Calvin Catter knocked him out early round three, um, and then there was he sort of lost to a submission. No, no, he didn't. Excuse me, he lost to a decision. Uh, at the end of round three as well. So, he whilst he is a cardio beast, I think, I, I, I don't know, look, I don't think his, his takedown defense has really been tested. Whilst it's a good stat, it'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see how many that 94% is from. Um, but who's who's got more to prove in this one, Khan? I mean, you've, um, got, you've, got, you've got Hurricane Shane coming off, again, two tough losses, and then you've got Billy. This is really Billy's first big fight in the UFC. Yeah, and I think you say it right there, Woods. I, I think this is um, uh, a big fight for Billy. I, I think there's that they both got as much to uh, lose and gain uh, for each other. Uh, Shane's looking to keep his name in the midst of that top ten, and uh, Billy's obviously looking to break into that. Uh, you do mention Shane has had a couple of tough fights, and I, I think a lot of that is purely based to the caliber of fighters that he is fighting, um, as Billy is yet to really earn his stripes in that top fifteen. Um, I think this matchup is a lot more uh, suited for Shane. Um, so, yeah, like I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at those last last three losses and make a comparison to this fight. I think uh, it's important to note that Shane has been fighting uh, 
top ranked fighters in the top 10 and uh, Billy well <laughs> as much as he doesn't have a, a number beside him we know he is a beast and we know he does have the potential to break into the top 10 um, but yeah no, I think it's going to be a good fight and featherweight is such a competitive um, competitive weight division I mean you, you did right he's got some really good wins uh, Hurricane Shane you know he had a, a really close fight with Cub Swanson um, and and then again after that it was sort of he had a good knockout uh, against Amokani and then again, those two losses but he's so heavy on that front foot and I think Billy if yeah like you guys have said if he does chop that leg and, and can sort of weather the storm for the first two rounds um, he is quite accurate and technical with his striking he's, he's really well rounded I like the clinch from what I've seen from Billy as well if he can sort of make it messy in the clinch and, and sort of perhaps get it to the ground that how that way um, then then that might be Billy's fight look if he can get him to the ground and, and sort of uh, maybe even go to the body a bit more maybe leg kick body work that for the first round feel him out um, and then drag him into sort of deeper waters than that but yeah it's going to be a good test for Billy I'm really really looking forward to this fight um, and I think he's a Billy's a, a tactician who might edge this one um, although I do hope Shane wins, I do like Shane as a fighter. I think <laughs> Billy on this on this day um, will be the one getting it done. And look, if you've if you've got if you've got five minutes, go and watch the fight against um, Spike Carlisle and, and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know when he when I think he uh, Billy was on his back on the ground and then they heard the clap for the last ten seconds and then Spike <laughs> turned around with about three seconds to go and Billy just gets up and just hooks him one. He's, he's walking off with his back turned. Like, <laughs> and that that is that will be a prime example of what a broken orbital bone looks like. <laughs> but gentlemen, um, who's going to win? How are they going to get it done? I'll start with you, Steve. Um, I don't know, mate. It's tough. Uh, I just I'm going to say Burgos by points. So I've got three rounds. Good fight, but yeah, Burgos by points. Oh, um, no. I know we we know that um, Shane brings the fight. I, I can't see this going to decision. Um, even though uh, Billy is a very good stand-up fighter, Shane also. I don't think I think if Billy doesn't have too much uh, doesn't have much success with uh, that lead leg going to the body, I can see um, Shane catching Billy at some point, first maybe second round and um, putting the lights out. Um, but again, as you mentioned, Woods, uh, Billy's a bloody good striker and. Uh, no, he might, he might, he might, he he may win, but I see Shane edging this one. All right, and I'm going to go against the grain here. Look, I think, I think uh, whilst Shane is is definitely the more technical striker here, he absorbs far more punches than than a lot of people even in that featherweight decision, uh, division. Um, and we sort of saw that in the Barboza fight. If 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 Billy can overwhelm him, put a lot of pressure on, get him in that clinch, and and try and get some of those slick trips or takedowns. Um, and sort of drag him to the ground and either get the TK on the ground or, or, or sort of just get those points, then then I'll say it's Billy's fight. But yeah, absolutely. Look, Shane loves a war. Um, I think this is going to be Billy's first big test, but I'm going to back Billy the kid. I'm going to say um, he gets him out of there with a K on the third round. Hmm. I like the sound of that. And that's, that's going to be my fight of the night as well. <laughs> if I haven't made that fucking like, obliviously clear by this point in the podcast. I'm just the more I say it the more the more likely it is to manifest and to happen. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put all all your money, bet the house. 
<laughs> I take no responsibility for anyone who puts money on Billy Quarantino. <laughs> All right, the casually paid MMA broadcaster. Yeah, yeah, the unlicensed, unfiltered, uneducated, unpaid for. <laughs> it's hosted by the bankroll of uh, Nick Stephen Khan. So. All right, let's get into it. We've got a, another bantamweight fight. Um, this one is is going to be really interesting as well. Uh, Cheeto Vera, Marlon Cheeto Vera against Frankie Edgar, the answer. Absolute veteran um, against someone who's had some really good fights and is starting to really find his find his groove in, in the bantamweight uh, division and, and has stolen some of Sean O'Malley's hype. Uh, although Sean wouldn't sort of admit that. But Steve, let's start with you on this one. Break this one down for us. What has Frankie got to do here to get Marlon, Marlon out of there or get that decision? I just think he just needs to be the best version of himself, mate. Um, went out a quick look into the fight. Um, so he's won two of his last six, which isn't great. But then I had a quick look at uh, who he lost in fights to. So Korean mm. Zombie, Ortega, Holloway, and Sandhagen. Mm. Like, Jeez. they are, they are yeah. four intense fights to have. So, like, you know, absolutely. I just kind of scribbled the two out of four because I was like, nah, that doesn't matter. Um yeah, I just think he just needs to be the best version of himself and just stay on the feet. Um, to be honest, I just am all for Vera on this one. I think he's going to just submit him. Um, it'll be a good fight, but I just think Vera's going to do it. Um, he's younger. He'll probably be a little bit more hungrier as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think, unfortunately, Edgar's getting to that point now where he's probably getting towards the end. So, you know, he's kind of, he's going to be that person that's going to be kind of picking the fights up for the up-and-comings. So... Yeah, oh. I just see Vera win that. I know I don't like saying it because he's such a legend, but it, it is what it is. Really you know? breaks my heart. It is what it is. Oh. <laughs> Man, you can't just talk. Oh, I don't know how you can talk that way about Frankie Edgar. You watch your fucking move. Hey, I only speak the truth, not the oh. truth. Hey. All right, well I'll uh, take the mic from DC. I mean, sorry, um, Steve Mulally there with the, with the bias towards Marlon, but um, some good points, mate. Some good points. Khan, what's the rebuttal, mate? I know you've got to be backing my man Edgar on this one. You've got to go the answer. Yeah, well, this rebuttal was spun back around to uh, Marlon Vera because I think Frankie Edgar's done. <laughs> dare I say it look, look he's, he's had a great career and obviously the matches matchups that he's had in his past six fights have been against absolute animals um, I, 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 I think I, I think Vera is probably going to finish Frank Edgar um, I, know, I know that's that's pretty tough to hear considering uh, San Hagel was the first person uh, to do that yeah. um, but I just I think the age factor is going to come into play here. Cheeto Vera is—he's um, a strong, aggressive man. He's got—he's got hands. Um, I think if Frankie Edgar is going to win this fight, he's going to have to make it a bit of a grappling match. Um, we know in terms of grappling, that's kind of his style, right? It's a bit of a dirty grapple, put up yeah. against the cage, yeah. rip to the body, rip to the head. Um, Marlon, is it this? Marlon Vera. Um, more of a stand-up fighter, and I think uh, I think the fact that he trains with uh, Sean Strickland. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for one of you guys to drop that name in there. Fucking here we go. And probably spars with him. That he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna take the fight to him. He's gonna keep his distance, and uh, he's gonna pick Frankie apart. I, I can't actually see this going to decision though. But uh, I just I think Marlon Vera is the um, he's the better fighter now. 
he's got the youth. He's more hungry. And, uh, yeah, I see Frank Edgar potentially putting down the gloves after this fight. Look, I'm going to pick holes in the, in your story there. Uh, only because no one spars with Sean Strickland, mate. You fucking... You put your mouthpiece in, you put your headgear on, and you fucking pray for the best. <laughs> you don't spar, you fight. You, you, yeah, you, 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 yeah. That's the anytime you step into a cage with Sean Strickland, mate. You just you're lucky to leave with all your limbs attached and all both of your ears, you know. Um, <laughs> but you're right. Look, I mean, Frankie, bless him. Look, he was sort of that the father of the bantamweight division, and you know he dead. <laughs> dead. Um, he's he's slowly becoming that gatekeeper. I mean, he's fuck. He's been in some wars. You, he's that's that's how he earned his respect and earned his name. And that's why so many people love and, and know who Frankie is and respect him. But it, it did sort of start to fall apart with that flying knee from Sandhagen and that absolute fucking war with the Korean zombie. That was one of the most mm-hmm. brutal fights you've ever seen. Um, if you have thirteen dollars, go and buy the UFC Fight Pass and watch that one. Um, but. I mean, fuck it. So this is this a paid promotion? <laughs> Unpaid, unlicensed. Um, and look, I mean, I think his last fight by the Sanhagen when one was August of, of last year. So he's, he's had a bit of a stale streak, and and Cheeto's a really good up and comer. He, although he does take a lot of hits, um, he's won seven of his last ten, which is fucking impressive. He had a hard loss against mm. Joe, Jose Aldo that went the whole way, um, and he's never been finished. Uh, inside the UFC so look it's going to be really tough for Frankie to get it done um, but oh yeah look fuck he might be able to do that greasy boxing wrestling shit that Frankie always does and make it a bit of a war and make Marlon absorb some big shots and really check that chin but I think if, if Marlon can go three rounds with Song Yudong um, and Jose Aldo then then I think Frankie again he's like you guys said he's sort of fallen off he's at the back end of his career for sure uh, and let's hope that Cheeto does him a favor and, and almost you know gets him in a rear naked or something a bit more pleasant than just fucking bouncing his head off the canvas <laughs> yeah. nothing but respect for frankie boys and i know that you guys yeah. are the same but but hit mm-hmm. me with some predictions steve let's uh let's go to you mate what are we thinking uh, vera and this is gonna be really out there but Dars. oh oh yeah yeah and look some of those wrestlers are, are pretty pretty awkward at times we're leaving the neck out there and I can absolutely see that coming. All right. What round? Ooh, I wasn't ready for that question. Oh, Jesus. I, I'd say this third round. I think they'll have a, a decent enough fight for the first two. It'll be back and forth, as I said. But, um, yeah, I just think Vera will catch him with something and then the opportunity will open up. And, yeah, not too sure when in the third, but at, at some stage, eh? All right, Khan, I'm going to cut the line here, mate, and you can finish this off strong. But, look, I'm going to, I'm going to jump on the Cheeto bandwagon as well. I think this kid's absolutely ruthless. Um, I think he's got a really bright couple of years ahead of him in the UFC. Really tough division, uh, but one that needs shaking up as well. Um, I'd really like to see him get the finish on Frankie Edgar. It fucking pains me to say that. Um, but, yeah, look, I think he's uh, he'll take him out in, in, in the second round with KO. Hmm. Interesting. Um, yeah, I'm going to have to back um, Marlon Cheeto Vera here as well. Um, I, I can see this going through to a, a decision. I think it's going to be a unanimous decision to Ch- Cheeto Vera. And um, yeah, <laughs> not 100% sure, but I, I think we're going to see Frankie um, put put down his gloves at the end of this fight. I, I have that feeling. I, I believe that's why it's so far, so high up the card as well. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's hope we're all wrong. Let's hope I'm correct. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah absolutely absolutely all right let's uh let's kick it into the next fight of the evening uh let's go up the roster to our friend khan's crush uh rose (laughs) thug rose nami Yunus, um fighting the number one contender and the much anticipated rematch against sang wei lee uh magnum and the women's strawweight division but khan i'm gonna let you start this one off um try not to you know <laughs> Take too much bias <laughs> towards, <laughs> towards your girlfriend. Too late, it's, it's already been done. <laughs> <laughs> if it's been done once, it's been a hundred times. But all right, how does um, how does Rose? How do you think Rose gets it done in this one? The, this is this is a tough one. Um, both fighters have the potential to to finish each other. I think we've seen enough of both fighters to know that they do have uh, possessed power in their hands. Um, I, I think I think Rose is going to get this this done um besides her, um, her getting dropped on her head and unfortunately losing her belt um besides that i feel like she well she has she's been really unmatched right she's she's won nearly every single fight she's defended about a number of times as soon as she got the opportunity to get get um her belt back she had a an amazing high kick that uh caught Zhang Wei Li, who was adamant that she wasn't out but we all know that she was um her uh, <laughs> Her legs doing the dance would tell us the story if you go back and watch that. Yeah. Um, look, Zhang Wei Li is a very talented fighter. Um, I just think Rose has too many tools in, in her bread, bread basket. She's very good with submissions. She's very good with striking. Uh, she's just a sniper. And again, trained by Trevor Whitman, Mr. Calm Trevor Whitman. Um, I think <laughs> she gets it done. All right. All right. How do you think she gets it done? What does she need to do to... Because obviously I think this fight's going to go a little bit longer, but I mean, how does she repel, you know, what Wei Li does in her fights and that sort of just heavy push forward and, and just bully? How does Rose stop stop from getting bullied in this fight? Uh, well, what she needs to do is um, stay behind a jab, which she does. She's very good with a jab. Mm. She's a strong one too. Mm. And um, I think just throwing up that kick, the same kick that put her out, just to be like, hey, watch out, because if you come forward... You're gonna have a, hit, a foot and then shin coming up towards your head. It's and that that's got you've got to think that haunts Wei Li, right? Every night before she goes to bed, says her prayers, brushes her teeth, and just fucking flashes that. <laughs> Gets a flashback of Rose kicking her in the head and going unconscious, you know, which is, which is a hard one to get back. But yeah, yeah. Well, I I saw the other day, um, Rose's partner and one of her training partners as well said. Zhang Wei Li got caught with the, the first trick that they had. They had about six. Then he said, imagine try, trying to say that um, but the knockout was a fluke from mm. a kick you didn't see coming that you didn't know you were kicked until you realized you had lost the fight. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to um, play a big factor into this fight. Um, she's had such a fanatic run. I think it was, what, 20, 20 wins in a row? And then all of a sudden you just like knocked out with like the second or third I don't know, shot that was thrown. Yeah. I think that um, uh, pays a, a heavy toll on Zhang Wei Li. And uh, I think she's going to be very hesitant to, to engage with Rose. And I think that's going to be used to uh, Rose's advantage. You need to close the distance with her. Yeah. All right. Uh, interesting. I, I appreciate where you're coming from. I think, yeah. Who, who, so, I mean, who's more motivated from this fight? Who's got more to prove in this fight? I think uh, Zhang Wei Li has, um, but I, I think <laughs> I think she doesn't have too much. Didn't have too much faith in her, in her coaching. 
um, as to why she just decided to leave her coaches in, in China and move to America. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was for the right reason. Um, obviously, there's some adjust, adjustment, adjustments that needed to be made, and um, I'm hoping that she has made those adjustments, but I just think Rose is just technically too good. Too good on the ground, too good with the hands. And it's the Whitman factor, right? Like, I mean, pre- prior to her sort of teaming up with him, she... The other times that she'd sort of had the belt, it was she was very much in her own head, and um, it was sort of a, a two steps forward, one step back, um, and th- that you could see that that mentally she wasn't in the best space. And then obviously since losing the belt and maturing a little bit um, and getting better after every single fight, um, that you know she's finally found a good place. And yeah, I think yeah, I, I really agree with you. Whitman's done good favors for her, but Steve. You've been very, very quiet there, mate. I feel like you're going to hit us with some facts that are just going <laughs> to spin the dice and, and change the change the scenery. Firstly, i got to correct myself because I, I was calling him Trevor Whitmore, which is correct. <laughs> <laughs> I just mate, realized you said that. I was like, damn. Mate, this is Casual's Corner, mate. I'm sitting here in my underwear and that's it. And fucking, I'm sure, I'm sure he's been called worse than Trevor Whitmore. <laughs> um, in relation to the fight, I think Karen made some very good points. Um, but I couldn't disagree more on the way the fight is going to go. Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, I just... Oh. Like, in relation to Rose, um, the way she was in the press conference was amazing. Just pure, mm. straight-faced, tuned in, no bullshit answers, just kind of a couple of words. It was just... Business very, time. Very, yeah, I, I, that was amazing. Um, yeah. But you look at Lee, she got the old razor out, hair gone, she means business. She's being helped by that other Egypt Cejudo, which I wasn't a fan of, but hey, <laughs> it's all right. Um, I honestly think we're going to be treated to like a technical masterpiece um, by both of them. Like it's going to be, like in terms of martial arts and stuff, like it's going to be very, very technical. Um, I think I just think in the first fight, Willie completely underestimated Rose. I just think that she wasn't fully appreciative of, of how good Rose actually was. Um, and probably part of that was that I. How many did you say she won, Karen? Was it 20 in a row that Willie won? Or I believe it was something yeah, crazy like that, yeah. Yeah, something I crazy think it like... was. And, and that, that her, her only other loss was like a, a split decision from years and years ago. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if you win that many fights, like, you know, if you win that much of anything in life, it's going to go to your head a little bit and you might just, you know, you maybe might not work as hard or, you know, I, I just think it might have went to her head. Um, fair play to Rose, though. That knockout was amazing. And the way she set it up, um, mm. the little kind of step I think it was with her left foot and it was just it was beautiful but I just think that Willie will have watched that numerous times it'll, be, it'll definitely be eating away at her but I think <laughs> we're going to see the, the best version of her come into this fight um, but yeah it's going to be really tactical you know they're going to be picking at each other but I can just see Willie just coming out on top um, I really think it will go the distance because I don't think Rose is going to go anywhere but I can just see Willie just kind of just getting around points um, by a couple of points as well. Probably three or four rounds to one or two. Um, Jeez, that's a big yeah. goal. Damn. I'm just, I'm, I'm all we forget how good Rose is. <laughs> I feel like we always do until you watch her fight and you're like, oh, yeah, no, Rose is the goat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I could very well eat these words, but I don't know. Um, it's hard to look I past just, it, though. I know what you mean. Mm, yeah. And this well, it's good, it's good. Such a tough one to pick. I mean, Rose... Ugh, big fan i've been a big fan of her since that flying armbar that she had i mean fuck yes. that was just something else she's definitely that again her fight iq is huge she improves after mm. every loss 
um, and after every win as well. Uh, I, yeah. I think we really didn't get a chance to see Whaley get her engine running, um, and that's I think that's what Rose needs to do in this fight as well. She needs to get her out of there early um, and use more of her tools. I don't think she wants to go to ground against Whaley because Whaley will fucking she doesn't just she doesn't she doesn't wrestle and take down to to try and armbar you to win the fight. She wants to take that arm home with her in luggage. You know, she's had seven solid wins by submission. Um, and if she can sort of get Ro- get her hands on Rose, I think that's what you're going to see the first round. If Rose can get it, you know, fantastic. If she can use those feints and that range control to, to, you know, try and kick her in the head again or some of those beautiful boxing strikes that she does possess, um, it'll be fantastic. But I think this fight's going to be a lot tougher, like you said, Steve. And I think that the longer this fight goes on, the more chance it gives Wei Lee to just bully her way through, um, get that momentum and, and start just being being bigger and being stronger um, and being more solid to sort of smother her. Um, and then she could even hunt for a submission on, at a, on, you know, of her own or, or get, a, get Rose to the ground and then go from mount and, and just to rain down the punches and elbows and... Um, and try and get the get the win that way. So yeah, I, I, this is a really really hard one to pick. It's sort of again like a Gaethje and, and Ch- Chandler fight. This one's even harder to pick. Um, but fuck yeah, I don't know. Look, if 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 Whaley can keep that guard nice and high and and, and nice mm-hmm. and tight, keep those yeah. you know keep that tie guard nice and high because I guarantee she will because she doesn't. That again, that fucking kick is gonna haunt her. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you run the fight ten times, she's always gonna be thinking in the back of her head where's that kick going where's that kick going you know so i think yeah. she's got to shut shut rose down early try and try and prolong the fight and wear her out with the you know wrestling and grappling and in the clinch and elbowing her and, and just being a bully and doing what she does you know all i can hear right now is joe rogan going she's a marauder you know like but <laughs> <laughs> she she literally fucking is she pushes forward you know and and if she can get her hands on rose it's gonna be a really tough night at the office for Rose, but again, look, really good stylistic matchup. If, if Rose can use that range um, and use that fucking beautiful footwork and striking, then yeah, um, it then sounds it. like you're struggling. Oh fuck, I, mate, I, 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 really, I really don't know this one. I'm gonna just fucking spit into the wind and see where it ends up. But all right, since you guys are so so convinced, I'll let you guys go first. Khan, how's your how's your girl Rose gonna do it? You said decision, uh, or sorry, that was Steve that said decision. But what are you thinking? Um. It, it's honestly it is actually a, a, a tough fight to call um i think everyone's quite uh left or right here or someone's straight down the middle there um i remember <laughs> <laughs> i remember the other the first fight when we're, we're watching it nick and uh you like jean Lee gets it done i'm like man people forget how good rose is yeah, she's so technically good boom hiking <laughs> yeah um, but look, Zhang Wei Lei was seen uh, in, in the past. She she is an animal. She does possess a lot of power. Um, Rose does not want to get into a fist fight with her, especially um, in close. I think distance is definitely going to be her friend. Um, but if Zhang Wei Lei does try and take her down, uh, Rose has a 55% submission in terms of wins. Um, my prediction is Rose is going to get a submission in the third round, and I think Shit. it's going to be a guillotine. Damn, all right, all right. God, it's, okay. a, um, it's a big I'll just go back to the start of the podcast. Karen, you said this is going to be fight of the night. Now that we've talked about it, <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely got the heart going a lot more than the other one, so I think you're right there, mate. 
I'm getting very excited now. But yeah, I'm straight <laughs> for 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 Willie. Um, I think she will. I think she win it by points. If not, she'll knock her out in the, the fourth or fifth. But Ooh. yeah, I'm I'm all for Willie. I just think that she's just just going to be slightly technically better. Um, and just yes, yeah, slowly pick away at Rose. Yeah. It's a good call as well. Like it's just a hard one to call. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look, you could say anything at this point, and we'd be like, "Yep, no, that definitely makes sense." There's an there's, there's an argument for literally everything, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, even Rose choking out Whaley. I mean, look, Rose has a really tidy submission game as well. Um, that she got a really really nice rare naked once. Um, I can't remember who on who, who it was. I think it was against me. Yeah. A lot. Um, but she, you know, she she's a little susceptible to, to submissions herself. I know that Carla Esparza, um, which is sort of more in her prime, and that got a pretty good sub on her. Um, yeah. But again, look, it's a different Rose. She sort of reinvented herself and with some really good coaching and support from her partner, who um, is one of her training partners as well. But fuck, man, I'm, I'm going in circles with this one. All right, I'm just going to pick it. I'm going to pick it, and I'm going to say that Whaley gets the TKO stoppage Ooh. from Mount, um, just raining down punches on top of Rose in the in the fourth round good decision there we go, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good decision it's but, fine no. it's wrong. <laughs> oh, it's tough, you can make you can make a million cases I really I really can't wait for that fight I think yeah, yeah I've yeah, changed that. my mind five times yeah then. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fuck is this thing recording can we go back and change it um, oh fuck alright guys let's um, let's go to the to the peak here I mean, that, that Rose and Whaley fight could easily be the main event of the evening. Uh, but here we've got the Nigerian Nightmare versus Chaos. Uh, the champion, Kamaru Usman, and their long-awaited rematch uh, with the number one title contender, Colby Covington. Um, boys, this this fight literally, with the mouth on Chaos, he, he, he speaks for himself and he speaks for a lot of people. But <laughs> how do you guys see this one going down? Is it going to be another short night at the office for Kamaru? Has Colby gone a bit stale since his time off, since he had that injury win over Woodley? Or or is there something else that I'm not seeing here that's going to make this a really clear-cut pick for me? Steve, far away. Marty Fake Newsman is going down, man. <laughs> he is going down. You're Ooh. kidding. You're I'm kidding. Going, I'm going all in on this one, right? Oh, so Here we go. All right. Main, main <laughs> man Newsman has never been taken down until Sunday. That's when he will be taken down. I'm not too sure in what kind of a fashion, but... I just think Colby's going to come in. Um, he's basically so. Who is he? He lost to Usman, and then he fought. Was it Woodley? No. Yeah. Is that yeah. correct? Yeah. 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 So that's the only fight he's had, and then he's. I think he's basically just been concentrating on this fight. He's been training to fight mm-hmm. Usman again. Um, he obviously broke his jaw at that time. I don't know why oh, he's like hiding it. Like it's it's so cringy when he's like being asked to submit the um, X-rays, and he's just not even saying it and change the subject. <laughs> that's for another day. But um. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I think I just love um, Kobe's style of fighting. Um, just pure cardio, pure pressure. Um, for me, that's personally the, my favorite way of watching fights. I just fucking love it. But I just think he's he's going to be faster, stronger, even better cardio than we've ever seen. And I think he's just gonna. He's not going to go through um, Usman. That's definitely not going to happen. It's going to be a good fight. But I just have a feeling that he's going to catch him with a few. And then he's going to take him down. He'll be the first person to take Usman down. Um, not too sure yet on, the, on how he's going to win. I want to hear what you guys think first. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, he's probably right. Um, Usman is probably going to retire after he loses his belt. So, you know, Jesus, be quite fucking buy into the hype more, mate. 
I, I cannot believe what I'm hearing. Yeah, I just ma- make America great it. again, but that's what he says, isn't it? Oh, my. Marty Fake Newsman. Oh, my God. <laughs> CL, yeah, I, EPL. I don't agree what he stands for, but hey, as a fighter, he's amazing. He's a bit of a yeah. Egypt in terms of his personality, but hey, he's not wrong. He's he's called what's going to happen, and he's right. So Jesus, mate, <laughs> I I can't believe what I'm hearing. I really, I didn't think anyone in the community actually thought that Covington actually has a shot in this fight. But I'll, I'll 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 sit here and I'll sit here in my own fucking beeswax can <laughs> rebuttal. Yeah, you keep you keep your casual opinion in your seat if you're Andy's mate. Oh mate, it is. Oh, mate. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, no, you're not going to say chaos. You're not going to say Covington oh, as well, motherfucker, are you? Whoa, 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 hold up. Like Sorry, a Conor you're... McGregor in this fight. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Gaethje's going to jump the fence and finish him for him. Um, Who knows? <laughs> um, look, I, I personally think um, this is going to be a very, very good fight. I was listening... Uh, to the press conference with uh, Colby Covington, and he did say he did go away from what made what got him to the bout, and that was mixing up his uh, striking with his takedowns. I think he's going to be a lot busier. I think it's going to be he's going to be a lot more grappling. I think it's going to be a lot of a lot of movement around the cage. Um, but unfortunately. Uh, Steve, I'm going to have to disagree with your call there. I think Kamar Usman does get this done. I think the adjustments that Kamar Usman has made since moving to Trevor Whitman, which was just after the Colby Covington fight, I think he's um, I think he's fine-tuned his hands enough uh, to catch Colby. Maybe not early. Um, I think it's going to be in in the later rounds. Um, I can honestly see Kamar Usman um, putting Colby away in the third. This is this is my casual opinion, um, <laughs> but hey, look at the same time. Same time, you know, if Colby is a better wrestler than Kamara Usman, maybe it's going to be a long day in the office for Kamara. Who knows? But um, yeah, hard, hard, hard one to hard one to pick, to be honest. But um, yeah, I see I see Kamara taking this one. To be to be fair, oh, I don't even feel confident saying that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the hard to pick on that. It, it is a hard one to pick. Yeah, it is hard to pick unless you're picking Covington. Um, (laughs) (laughs) let me call your probation officer I'll try and get your dad down here (laughs) that was nice of him I thought (laughs) (laughs) that was was below the belt fucking hell mate I think he's a a, hey hey, all antics aside Colby Covington cracks me up he's a funny dude he sells tickets man the crowd were absolutely loving it Yep. (laughs) You've got the number one pound for pound fighter in the world and the whole sport getting booed. You've done something you've done something right, you know, like America (laughs) That suit oh Jesus. I don't know what the fuck that guy was up to. Um, You're obviously broke if you're wearing that suit. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Um all right, where where to start with this one? I think Yeah, Steve, you're out of your mind if you think Colby Covington's gonna run this back and win it. Um, it doesn't matter how good your sort of wrestling and grappling is I don't think it's going to play too much of a part in this one and once Colby shoots one or two times in the early rounds you know three or four he's not going to keep them coming Usman's strong he's strong as fuck for 170 you know Kamaru could could easily fight at 185 and have a really good um, 
you know, a really good argument for being one of the top 10 fighters in that division as well. I think that the strength of Usman, the jab of Usman, you know, mm. if you look at Colby's resume, he's, the last couple of guys that he's fought have sort of been more wrestling-based. Tyron Woodley, you know, Robbie Lawler, obviously RDA before that, Damian Meyer. Not only that, but the, a lot of these fights by the Woodley injury all went to decision. You know, he's a, he's a, he's sort of that slow burn, pick up the pace, create that chaos throughout those five rounds and just look yeah. dominant on the scorecards, you know. Get, you know, throw a punch, duck out of the way, come back in, do some, some you know, slick footwork and get some more strikers on them, tie them up, grapple them. So for him to bring that strategy into it, again, you know, it's not a bad shot in this, in this opportunity. Uh, but... I think that the loss to, to Kamari haunts him. I think he's a lot better than he actually is. Um, but it, that's good. It's good to be confident and sort of ride your own, you know, back yep. yourself. Especially when you do get into the deep waters and start winning some of those. But, you know, some of those fights where he does get a decision of big five-rounders as well. Um, yeah. You know, he, he was the belt holder. Um, he, he really does have a couple of, you know. <coughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for one of you fucking guys to say that. Um, but in, in this one, yeah, I, I really don't think he's he's leveled up as much as, as Kamari has since their last fight. Yeah, look, Kamari's had, what, Jorge twice and, and Burns once um, in the time that Colby got Woodley out of there from a, a, a fairly... Not that like it wasn't exciting, but it wasn't as exciting as it could have been, um, as he talked it up to be. Um, and compared to what you're going to see in this fight. So, yeah, look, unless Colby can, can really smother him and really pump the cardio from start to finish, I think Usman gets him out of there with, with another knockout. Um, and I don't think he'll be conscious enough in this one to to contest it. But, yeah, that's that's my casual opinion. Look, yeah, again, Usman, someone else who's been um, fine-tuned by Trevor Whitman, um, he's so focused. He's, he's, he's the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world. He is the champ. Um, and he's a fantastic example of a champion, the way that he carries himself, the way that, it, you know, that swagger. Um, as much as Colby backs himself, Usman backs himself even more, I think. You know, he, he's just so confident. Not to the point where he overlooks Colby, because um, that was definitely his his hardest fight that he's had. He's faced some adversity. You know, there was definitely yeah. a couple of shots that rocked him. You know, No he one got... else has matched him, really. No. Yeah, it's pretty much just exactly. Colby. Exactly, exactly. Jorge, again, look, you can probably... Another one who should probably retire... Um, Bert, Burns, yeah, Burns did get him with a good shot, good overhand right, um, which woke Kamaru up, and then he finished. He got the finish on Burns. So, yeah, I think Kamaru's ability to dig deep in this one, with his refined striking, um, uh, you know, a little bit of reach and height on him, and just strength. He's just stronger. He's just looks so what a what a fucking athlete. You look at Kamaru and you're like, yeah, this guy is the you know, the, the ultimate goal of what a human being should look like, you know? <laughs> it's a Nigerian genes. Um, it, it's interesting that you do say about um, Kamara having more heart. I mean, I think there's something to be said with uh, Colby Covington breaking his jaw in the, was it second or third round? In the third, yeah. Yeah, in the third. I mean, and the to still take hits. Happening. Yeah, I mean, to still take hits and keep moving forward, I think that's a testament to his will. I think both these guys have the, the, the will of an ox. They're both very strong-minded, physically and mentally. And I think it just comes down to who's the better person of the day. Right, but his jaw wasn't broken, though, was it, Steve? Oh, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> it was, yeah, it was no, it, an it old x It definitely it? was. 
Yeah, when was... that guy with the um the pink suit um, yeah, asked yeah. him and he just dodged it and wouldn't answer it, it was just yeah. you just know. Like it's not it's not hard to kind of guess. Yeah. But the the one thing I will say about Covington, right? Um I seen this video a few days ago. Um I think this was before Usman fought um Masvidal the second time. So he was talking about um his jiu jitsu coach and kind of all the new stuff he's learning. So obviously he's a great wrestler, but it's you know that jiu jitsu and wrestling is quite different. Um, mm-hmm. So that was what um, January, February, March, April, April, March, April time they fought. So that that's been six, seven months now of like you know honing in on that skill. So I think he's prepared for when he when and if he gets put on his arse that he'll you know be able to defend himself. But I mm-hmm. really think there's there's a takedown coming. Um, in some form. I'm not too sure if he's going to submit him, but um, interesting. Yeah, he's putting a lot of practice into it, so I think he might be disappointed, or maybe he sees that as a missed opportunity that he didn't go for takedowns in the first one. Um, obviously Usman's takedown defense is one hundred percent. You know that is amazing. Um, yeah. but I just I don't know. Obviously, kobe has got something to him, so I yeah, just have well, a feeling that's going to happen. I'll add something to that. It is interesting that, that you do say that, um, Steve. Um, we, we look um, at um, submissions from Kamara Usman. There's only um, 5%. And submissions through, through um, Colby is actually at uh, 27 So, hey, look, perhaps he is seeing the opportunity. If I, if I can get Usman down, which is going to be a very tough ask, I do have the potential of a submission win there. Um, but, yeah, I guess the question comes down to, well, Colby says when he becomes yeah. the first person to take him down. What can he do and how long can he keep him down yeah. there? So yeah, I just think, I think there's a lot so riding much. on his fight. Yeah, but like the one thing as well, um, when Usman fought Burns, I thought Burns was gonna win. Like I don't have an issue with Burn or with um, Usman, but it kind of seems like I do for some reason, because um, <laughs> I always think he's gonna lose. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm way off, and the way Nick is kind of disputing it, he's he could very well be right, mate. But yeah, something mm. in my heart tells me that um, Marty Fake Usman is going down. <laughs> You, know, you hey, intuition's good, and you, you you picked the global one, so maybe yeah, you're right, here, I was, Steve. I was just gonna say that as well. Look, I mean, the Burns fight, yeah, he caught the the big right hand. Burns has a really good resume for submissions and some good jujitsu. He also has a resume that started from the lightweight division and he went up to to welterweight, um, unfortunately, and he's, he has struggled since there um, to obviously get past Kamaru. Um, but I, yeah, it's all good to train jujitsu, but fuck, I mean, look how how well that went for Brian Ortega against Alexander Volkanovsky. I mean, I think similar sort of thing. Kamara, you know, he's just going to be so much stronger to brute force his way out of um, whether it's a guillotine or, or on the ground, he's going to be able to turn if, if Covington tries to rear naked him or for even to, for him to take his back is just going to be such a feat. Um, and Usman, you know, this might sound weird, but he gets sweaty early, mate. He, he's almost <laughs> walking into the ring. With you know that heart racing and, and that blood pumping and and that sweat flowing, um, so that that always makes things difficult, especially when you're when you're fucking less than three percent body fat, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like, like a sardine. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's I think it's important if when you do walk out in a fight that you've, you've when you do walk out to a fight or in any sport that you play. When you have your warm up before your game, you should be walking in there fully warmed up, like you have been playing a game for half an hour. Yeah, I think I think it, it's a it's a show of how well he warms up and how well he prepares for his fights. Like if you're not if you're not sweating when you if you don't have sweat beads or a bit of sweat on you when you go into there, you haven't warmed up and you're likely to have a slow start. Mm. Cowboys are a prime example for that. Poirier as well. Yeah. 
minus his last couple of fights with McNugget. But yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry, McGregor. Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> really, really good points. I mean, look, again, we can sit and argue this one for till the cows come home and, you know, yeah. over a bottle of whiskey. But let, let's don't. cut to the skinny. <laughs> Steve, oh, fuck. Go ahead. Um, my mind says Covington is going to win it by points, but um, I just have a feeling that he's going to eventually take him down and then just beat the living shit out of him. All right. It would be interesting to see. Khan, what are your, any closing thoughts, mate? What's your prediction? I think it was my decision. They're, they're both decisions. Um, 53% decision wins for Colby and 47 for Usman. It could be wrong. He has had a lot of knockouts in uh, recently with Trevor Whitman, but I, th- I think this goes to the uh, I think this goes to the judges. And it would be a beautiful thing to see. I think if there's any fight on the card that you'd like to see go five rounds or, or three rounds, it would be this fight. Um, yeah. So yeah, look, I'm going to side with you on on the Kamaru call, uh, but I think he's I, th- I still I really do I really do think he gets that that knockout. Um, in, in really good fashion. I think he's going to be too much for, for Covington. So, do, yeah. do you if reckon it, he'll retire either way, win or lose? Kamaru? No. Mm-hmm. Nah, sure? definitely not. No. no. He, he's, he's lapping the division. He's making starting to make really good money. You can see how you can see that by the amount of, he was talking about pay-per-view and about money and, and this sort of things throughout the embedded and the, the press conference and that. Just but bought no, his parents a dream house? Yeah. I, I think he's got a lot to fight for here. You're ranked number one pound for pound. Yeah, he sort of did mention that it, you know he wants to be like Khabib and get out at a good time. Uh, there's there's definitely more for him in this sport than lapping the welterweight division. You know whether it's a uh, he does go up and you know challenge Israel. Fuck, imagine that for the oh. for the double champ status. This um, gets knocked out. Oh yes, I would say that would definitely be the case. Um, but that's definitely a dream yeah. fight to make. But yeah, no. To answer your question, um, I don't think he does retire after this one win or lose just i was just curious but yeah thank you fair enough (laughs) so yeah yeah, um my pick yeah kamaru by tko or ko um with us that sweet jab jesus christ it's going to earn him money and if colby can sort of survive it for the first three i don't think he's making it out of the fourth so yeah it would be amazing to see it go the five i don't think it is going to go the five and again i don't think he's going to be able to dispute this ko that's coming towards him this weekend yep Oh, Kamara did have a lot of success with the right hand. My question for you, Woods, is what round does he finish Chaos Covington? Round number four, I think. Yeah, fuck. Covington is a a cardio beast. Um, But early four, mid four, I think that's, you know, after he... Because, yeah, fuck. To go back to it, look, I I think he is going to lean on that wrestling a little bit and really test it. But after Kamaru snuffs four takedowns, is he really going to keep shooting? He's going to have to think on his feet and go, fuck, well, I'm a little bit on the back foot with my striking here, but this is what I'm going to have to do because my wrestling didn't work. And then he's going to sort of, you know, he might, again, really good cardio, but he, he could gas himself out. And Kamaru, yeah, his work output does get higher round by round as well. Yeah, I don't want to see any eye pokes or cup shots. Oh, either. fuck, yeah, don't even, don't even, why would you even? <laughs> hey, I, 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 I side with Colby on that. Yeah, all right. I mean, look, you, you you weren't the one taking the shot, so I mean, we only saw it. <laughs> yeah, if Joe Rogan says it, I believe it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, speaking of, that's going to lead us into sort of the outro here. But look, uh, we've got Bruce back for this fight. We've got Joe Rogan back for this fight. Yeah. It's big fight feels. 
what's your guys, you know, last week we said there was going to be upsets and there fucking was. Steve, you've, you've made some pretty outrageous picks there, mate. I, I do appreciate oh. it, but um, what's, you know, what's your fight of the night going to be? Oh, man, honestly, just, I, I can't pick. Um, fuck. Oh, right, I'm just going to say, just because of um, how technical I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Rose and, and Willie. Mm. All right, Khan, passing the mic to you. Um, cheers, bro. I'll come over and grab it and see in 20. <laughs> oh, what? No. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I see Rose um, finishing Whaley. Um, so I think Father Knight's going to go to um, Usman and Colby Covington. Fair play. Look, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Steve here. Probably not the one that brought him to this country illegally, but um, <laughs> in the same boat nonetheless, look, that there's there's so many to choose from. E- either one of these, if, if Vera finishes Edgar in amazing fashion, then it could be a fight of the night, performance of the night as well. But yeah, look, I've got to stick with my initial um, initial thoughts that the Shane Burgos and, and Billy Quarantillo fight is, is just going to be absolute war. Um, uh, alongside the Gaethje and Chandler, fuck it, I'm sticking with <laughs> sticking with the Shane Burgos fight. I think that's going to be the, the the fight of the night, but. Any sort of closing closing thoughts, boys? Khan, you've gone three for three with your picks for Trevor Whitman. Um, what's how important for these fighters coming into this? How important that he is is amped up and on his game? Um, you talking about Trevor Whitman? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I don't think Trevor Whitman's ever amped up. I think he's the most relaxed, cool, calm, collected person in the world, quite <laughs> potentially. Yeah. Well, right, when uh, someone asked Rose. Um, when Trevor Whitman's finished for the day, whose after party is he going to go to? And Rose goes, he'll probably go home and have a sleep. <laughs> so yeah, um, no, I think it's I think it's very very important. Uh, Justin Gaethje and Michael Chandler got moved to the very first card, True. so he did have time um, to prep for the Rose um, and then Usman fight. So yeah, I, I think Trevor Whitman is a, a huge huge part of all three of their success, and I, I think we're going to continue to see that trend by the end of uh, Sunday night. Fantastic. Steve, any closing rebuttals or thoughts, mate? Um, just in relation to the, the card itself, mate, um, I think the fact that we've all picked different fights as the fight of the night yeah. um, just goes to show how blessed we are with the fights that are on it. Um, and as you mentioned, there's a good few um, decent fights in the prelim, so should be a good day. Very much looking forward to it and... Yeah, as always, we've had some very interesting picks. So, yeah, what, what about yourself, Woods? Yeah, look, I, I just appreciate having all three of us back on the on the podcast it's, as well as we did last week. Steve, I think having that extra person definitely brings a lot more energy and, and Khan has a really good knowledge as well. So, yeah, really intrigued to see how this Sunday plays out. I think it's going to be a better card than last week, as, as amazing as it was to see Sanhagen <laughs> and Jan go for five rounds, I think. This, this week is just we're even more treated but I look forward to catching up with you guys later in the week um, and perhaps we can potentially do the Max Holloway and yeah yeah Rodriguez fight next weekend as well um, but other than that yeah look thank you guys so much for tuning in I know that we've got a few listeners in America and a few in Ireland and, and across the world and it really means the world to us that you guys sit here for an hour and listen to our casual opinions to our you know as we're sitting here in a doing our podcast for us it means the absolute world to us so i really appreciate that um not as much as i appreciate you two boys steve mulali khan ashworth follow us at at mma casuals underscore nz on twitter 
Let us know your picks for the weekend. Let us know what you thought of the podcast. But boys, anything else in the dying moments of the podcast? No, thank you, boys. <laughs> yep, no, I'll, um, I'll, I'll add something in there, lads. Um, take my picks on uh, who's going to win. And um, if you'd like to visit um, DraftKings slash MMA Casuals for your $20 free bet, um, <laughs> It's been a pleasure, lads. Um, Looking forward to Sunday, and um, we'll see you next week, eh? Alright, guys, I'm going to let the outro music cue us out. Thank you so much. Once again, we are MMA Casuals, Nick Woodley, Steve Bellali, and Khan Ashworth.